Hello, and welcome to the eighth episode of Decepticast. I'm your host, Scott, as always, and today we're going to do a little thing different, little different kind of segment here on Decepticast. In addition to our robot review, where I'll be reviewing animated Grimlock and Lugnut, hooray for the animated toys finally being out, I'm going to start off the show with a segment sort of speculative, a speculative segment about the future of my fa- one of my favorite sublines, Robot Heroes, since we talked about them in such detail on the show last week. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Now, uh, we all know that I love Robot Heroes, and I thought it would be fun to sort of look into the future and kind of speculate where things might be going. Uh, we're looking at now. We all know that the 25th anniversary of Transformers is coming up, and Hasbro stated that they want to look to all eras of Transformers to represent. And of course, Robot Heroes is one of those lines. And certainly, Beast Wars is a big one. We have five confirmed sets: that's uh, Rhinox and Waspinator, Optimus Primal, and Tarantulas, Black Arachne and Cheetor, and Rattrap Megatron, all from their season one forms and. Transmetal Megatron and Silverbolt from season two. So let's start off there. Now, if they make, an, I think a big top on what Hasbro should do with the Beast Wars Robot Heroes is Dinobot, because he's the only season one, like the original crew of the Maximals. Well, he wasn't originally on the crew of the Maximals, but you know what I mean. He's one of the first season one Maximals that hasn't been represented in Robot Heroes. Plus, I think his design could look good in that style. So I definitely think he should be. Up there, and he should be packed in with Inferno because Inferno was an awesome character, a lot of fun, and both of those, both uh, Dinobot and Inferno, lasted more than one season in their original forms. Dinobot two, Inferno, Inferno all three. So I definitely think a Dinobot Inferno pack sh- should probably be made if they do any more Beast Wars. In terms of Scorponok, they probably won't do a Beast Wars Scorponok because the name was used for the movie Scorponok. And except for, like, the Optimuses and the Megatrons, I think they're pretty much trying to keep... And, like, Starscreams and then the Bumblebees. I think they're pretty much trying to keep the names clear so not to confuse the kitties. I mean, obviously, there's here and there exceptions to it, but I don't think... I think Scorponok's not high enough of a profile character to risk breaking that rule. <clears throat> now, uh, with the Transmetal Megatron and Silverbolt two-pack being announced. I think they pretty much moved past Season 1, but I think Air Razor and Pterosaur could be a good uh, you know, two-pack with like the cloud bases. They could work. But I think Hasbro's moved past Season 1 basically. They could repaint somewhat, uh, Cheetor as Tigatron, but it's a very distinctly Cheetor head, and it's a run, like the running pose. It, like It works for a speedster like Cheetor, but Tigatron was never known for his speed. So, who knows about that. Uh, with Transmetal Megatron, we obviously see that Hasbro is willing to do Transmetal versions of characters they've already done. So I think Transmetal Tarantulas and Shidor are the most iconic, the ones that stick out the most. So I definitely would think if they do more Transmetals, it would be those two in a pack together. Optimus Primal is a little weird with Transmetals, uh, his Transmetal form. And Rattrap, although, you know, it's cool looking. Visually, it's not incredibly different from season one. I mean, it's got the same head, same kind of proportions. So I don't think he would be uh, up on the uh, list. So I doubt if they do any more Transmetals. Megatron is really the most iconic one. Uh, in terms of Quick Strike, he wasn't as huge a character as Silver Silverbolt, so I doubt he'll be there. Maybe with like him and Transmetal Cheetor, and then Transmetal Tarantulas and someone else. Uh, 
a big set I think they should do is Rampage and Death Charge. I think they would look awesome in the cute Robot Hero style. I really think they should be up there. Uh, maybe even more than Dinobot and Inferno. I think that set should be made. I think Transmetal 2, Dinobot, and Cheetor would be an interesting set, but I doubt we're going to make it that far into Beast Wars before they move on to another thing. Before moving on to Movie 2, probably. Uh, as far as Tiger Hawk, he was only around for three episodes. Not a chance of him getting made. But Dragon Megatron and Optimal Optimus Prime are good candidates for the large robot heroes because, you know, Hasbro announced that they wanted to do more with the robot heroes and, like, sort of expand into bigger sizes like uh, Apocalypse in the Marvel line and Fing Fang Foom in the Marvel line. So I think, uh, but they, those two would make good candidates with Beast Wars repaints, but they'll probably just go with G1 combiners for those. In terms of the Beast Machines... Robot Heroes, we've had Tankor and Cheetor confirmed, which is really cool. I think we have a lot of Megatrons already in Robot Heroes, and with Robots in Disguise one coming up. I think if they did more Beast Machines, they're going to pre pretty much stick to Viacons. And unfortunately, Strike and Obsidian didn't really leave enough of an impression. Uh, they weren't around too long, which is a shame, because especially Obsidian, I really like their characters. But I don't think they were around long enough for the kids to know who they are. Uh, and, you know, it's got to appeal to more than just kids. Um, uh, to more than just collectors, I mean. It's got to appeal to kids, too. So I think if they do any more Beast, Wars sets, Beast Machine sets, sorry, it's going to be Jetstorm and Thrust. But what Maximals to go with them? So this is really hard, because everyone hates the designs for Rattrap, Nightscream, and Silverbolt. And Botanica is way too weird. There's not, They're not going to do Botanica. That's a concept that didn't go anywhere. They're not going to bring it back. I don't predict Megatron being, Beast Machine's Megatron being a robot hero, so I doubt that Beast Machine's Primal would be in there. So I guess it would be Black Arachnia and Jetstorm, since he was Silverbolt. And, I guess, Night Scream and Thrust, since Night Scream's design is very distinctive. If he is, does look really, really wimpy. And we also know that Robots in Disguise is getting the Robot Hero treatment with Optimus Prime and Megatron. Now, uh, about Robots in Disguise, not a lot of characters made a huge impact or impression, because... You know, there were so many of them that rarely they got a lot of character development. However, I doubt Megatron and Prime will be packaged together, as that has never happened before. So, who would go with those two? For bad guys, I can only think of Skybite and Scourge, but both would be good choices. I mean, what with Scourge kind of becoming Nemesis Prime in the future? How all Black Optimus repaints are now called Nemesis Prime? I don't know if they'll use him, or they might rename him. So, I think it will probably be Skybite and Prime. And I'm guessing Magnus would go with Megs, maybe one of the Car Robot brothers. But I'm definitely thinking only two sets for uh, Robots in Disguise. Armada, you know, if we get any, I'd say Optimus Prime and Demolisher, Hotshot and Megatron, and Red Alert and Starscream. Definitely those three packs, because those are the ones that were at the forefront, forefront of the cartoon the most, the anime the most. And I think that we, we'd get more Robot uh, Armada Robot Heroes than Robots in Disguise, because Armada, when it came out, was very high profile. I mean, the, like, it had a pretty sweet spot on Toonami. Uh, I guess the ratings didn't do on, too well, because unfortunately Energon was condemned to 6 a.m. hell. But, um, uh, maybe Cyclonus, Armada Cyclonus, would get lucky to get paired with another Autobot, like maybe Blur or Smokescreen. However, all those three and Red Alert may suffer from... G1, because I have a feeling G1 is really going to take over the robot, this robot robot heroes line soon. In terms of Energon, I love this line, and I would like to see it. However, 
it's got no TV. It had like no TV play, and the comic was canceled. So it's just basically beat on, like totally. And I can't even imagine who, who would be. I mean, I guess Scorponok would be a good one, but his name, like I said before, his name was used. wasn't a high profile enough character to risk doing it. And there's too many primes and Megatrons already. And there's way too many G1 names that they'd probably do in the actual G1 part of the line, like Inferno and Prowl and. Uh, just Rodimus they did already. So just a lot that they'd actually do in the G1 line. Uh, maybe we get, like, maybe Strongarm and Snowcat, Skyblast and Mirage. There were more, uh, like, there were more Decepticons without names that... But then again, Mirage was used in G1, but it's a very distinctive design. So, unfortunately, I don't think Energon is going to get a lot of play. In terms of Cybertron, I, that's way too new. I mean, Cybertron repaints still make up half of the universe, so I don't think that we're going to see any Cybertron robot heroes, but I could be wrong. Now, on to the big one, Generation 1. This is, like, obviously going to be the largest part of robot heroes, because they're still recognizable, and there's lots of characters. I'm guessing that Prowl is going to make an appearance, especially since he's in-universe, and plus it can be used for Silver Streak and Smokescreen. I'm guessing Sideswipe, since he would go with Sunstreaker. And then he can be used for Red Alert. And maybe a slight remold of the head of Ironhide Robot Hero for Ratchet. I mean, maybe. I mean, but like they might just do a straight repaint, but I doubt it. That's really uh, on the maybe list. Uh, like, we have uh, Shrapnel as Insecticon in the Robot Heroes, and we're getting kickback. So, Bombshell to complete the trio? I mean, I could see the design being stylized like that, but Bombshell's, like... Is that a bad name? Like, it's a pretty violent... A raw name, like even more so than some of the other names in Transformers history. I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'm overthinking that, but who knows? Uh, I doubt we're gonna get a repaint of the Thrust Mold for Ramjet and Dirge, because like the wings, unless the wings are like a separate molded piece, then maybe they could do it. But maybe new molds for them. I mean, other Seekers seem like it would be pretty easy to do. Um, let's see. Uh. And for the bigger ones, like I said, for like the Marvel line had uh, Sentinel and the Apocalypse. Definitely, I'm thinking, de definitely Devastator. And you need an Autobot one, so I guess Superion or it would probably make the best sense. Uh, maybe Predaking, because like, Predaking had that 3-inch titanium figure, which is really cool. That Hasbro still remembered him. And I, like he looks pretty cool, and he looked kind of funny with all the animal heads all over him and that style. So I would love to see him, but maybe. We'll see. Maybe more Dinobots? If they do more Dinobots, it's definitely going to be Slag and Swoop because of the other two in Animated. But that's... I don't think that's very possible. I, th I definitely think we're going to see a repaint of Rumble as Frenzy. We have Galvatron, so maybe Scourge and Cyclonus to go with him. Possibly Scourge, because Cyclonus is getting the Deluxe. I definitely think... I think other... I think we've got Hot Rod and Magnus from the movie, and now RC. I think Springer's going to get a chance. And I think Astro Train, maybe Springer and Astro Train might make a good set. I, maybe Hasbro, in the end, is probably just going to stick to early cartoon cast members uh, and, like, the movie cast members. You know, Inferno, Hoist, and then Inferno could be Grapple, and Reflector, maybe Sunstorm. I think they're going to basically stick to the most recognizable cartoon characters from the early seasons, not the seasons after. But... Like I said, um, what do you guys think? If you guys disagree with my assessment, agree with my assessment, please feel free to email the show. It's septicast at gmail.com or stop by the blog, talk about it there. 
But that's my guess. I think maybe, like I said, two more Robot Hero, uh, Robot Heroes Beast Wars. Maybe two more Beast Machines. I think maybe three Armada. Uh, two Robots in Disguise. And the two big ones, I think, are going to be Devastator and Spirion. Maybe Predicate. That's basically my... Oh, but we're gonna also going to get more G1 ones. I didn't include those because there's too many. I think we're going to get, like, maybe Astro Train Springer, Scourge and Prowl, and Sideswipe, and, I don't know, Bombshell, and then... Maybe to round it off. But who knows how long the line will go. All I know is as long as they keep making these little guys, I will keep buying him, buying them. And that's it for this segment. You got the touch. You got the power. And that was Stan Bush, meaning it's time for another robot review where I review Transformers figures. And after long, 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 long months of waiting and an amazing first start at BotCon, Animated is finally out in retail. After searching for it for about a week, I finally got my hands on Grimlock and Lugnut, two awesome figures. And let's start the review with Grimlock. He's got a great beast mode. It's perfect in the animated style. The T-Rex is not as poseable as classic Grim, but it's still pretty good. I love the the jaw, the the big overbite and snapping it is is fun. I'm not gonna lie, it's fun to snap his jaw. He is a uh, pretty smooth, very smooth, but uh, beast mode. But it's got some cool details like the ridges on his legs and his back. The light piping in both modes is a great little detail. And I also like the designs on the sides of his leg, like the, the sort of orb thingies. The legs are a little skinny and the tail is a little short, but otherwise he's perfectly show accurate and a great design. I always thought Grimlock fit in great with this universe. The colors are cool too. It looks like G1 was put through the animated ringer. Like they just put in G1 Grimlock and he came out like this. Transformation. It's really cool. The transformation is incredibly similar to G1. Almost exactly. And it's a lot of fun. Robot mode is amazing. It's He's one of my favorite figures now. Not like not only one of my favorite animated figures, he's definitely one of my favorite Transformers figures. Uh, we get more gold in robot mode to balance the gray and red. It looks a lot even better than uh, beast mode. And the posability is superb. Joints are all very tight, especially his ball joints, sh shoulders. His wrists are poseable too. He has very poseable legs with wide feet to handle his bulk. Let me stop here and address, like on Cybertron.com, a lot of people were talking about how so many people were having problems with animated. And honestly, I have to make my opinion known here and there. I have not had a single uh, loose joint, uh, any joint problem with my, any of my animated figures. I have every figure... Yeah, I have every figure from Wave 1 and 2 of the Deluxes and Wave 1 and 3 of the Voyagers, and I have absolutely no joint problems whatsoever. It's really weird that I, I like, I was actually seeing people on the board suggesting not buying Grimlock, and as you can hear from my review, I, was just, I thought that was crazy because I love this toy so much. But, you know, I mean, to each his own, I'm not saying that, you know, they, they're wrong. I mean, I'm sure if they did get Grimlocks like that, that sucks, but... As another uh, viewpoint, not all the animated figures are like that at all. In terms of paint, yeah, my lockdown's face is kind of, like, out of the lines, but that's it. You know, my ratchet is perfectly fine. They're all 
uh, they're all awesome. That's all I can say. So uh, back to Grimlock's review. Uh, I love the robot mode design. I love how his head, the robot head, mirrors the dinosaur head with the underbite. It's a really cool detail. I like the clear chest, too. It's a great callback to G1. All the kibble, or what would be kibble, is tucked into a nice little backpack. Very neatly, so it's a nice uh, feat of engineering. And this, his sword is a draw in itself. It's huge, and it looks so badass. The fire is molded really well, and it has the pop-out flames. It fits the figure like a glove. I really like, like, the black mold into the flames, which is like pure magma. Grimlock is just awesome, bottom line. I definitely highly recommend him, probably more so than any other animated figure. And now we'll move on to Lugnut. His vehicle mode is a bomber plane. It's not terribly realistic, but it's cool nonetheless. Uh, I like the small guns on the side of, a co of his cockpit. That's a nice little detail. The cutlers seem a little off, but they're close enough that I can't exactly put my finger on what's off. Like, I, I want to say, like, oh, they're not dark enough, but Lugnut, like, on the box art, is pretty light. I'm like, oh, so they're not light enough, but that's not right either, right? So I don't know exactly what's off, but something just off enough. Uh, uh, the plane looks cool, if, if a little stout. I like it. Uh, not much else to say, really. Transformation is actually very unique and fun. It's it's just great. The, I love the two legs forming the back of the jet, and they flip down. And the Automorph is cool and actually works better than some of the movie figures' Automorphs. Robot mode has odd proportions, but is extremely show accurate. The only thing that's off from the show is that the extended wing shoulders, but other than that, it's great. Like, you know, how the shoulders are not against the body. There's a little bit of wing there. But other than that, it's fine. Uh, again, the colors are off in robot mode, but only slightly. He's extremely poseable, much more so than I thought he would be. And again, very tight joints on my lug nut. No problem standing here. And for having no hands, his arms are extremely poseable. Legs are too, and despite being small little legs, they're very poseable, just like bulkheads. And uh, I've I've adopted uh, the term for lug nuts, lug nuts punch called the poke, the punch of kill everything. Yeah, I heard that in Botcon, and I've since adopted it because it's just really cool that they call it call him that. And, and he kind of has it; you can kind of sort of see it. Like he's got the dot in the middle, and you can open the hands all the way so that so it kind of pokes out a little bit. But really, they're just his hands. It's not really the poke. I, you know, maybe in a, like an upscaled version, we might get it. Uh, but the toy is a great representation of the character. I love the very powerful, stocky design. It really looks like a bruiser. And I love the Cyclops' eye reflecting his one point of view. It's a, it's a great character trait. He has his mace, just like he used in the show in the Rekkar episode. He can store in the back of the robot motor. You can just remove it entirely. It's a great use of what would be kibble to take what would be kibble and instead make it something functional. However, it says like, Slam it down, and the mace transforms. Make sure he's holding it when you slam it down. I learned the hard way many times. Like, it took me about a half hour to figure he was supposed to be holding it before he slammed it down because I was trying to push the thing, and it wasn't working. So it has to be in his hand before it slams down. But then the mace, like, sort of pops up, and the spring-loaded feature actually makes it look different enough so it looks like he's not swinging around his jet mode tail. Uh, it's, it's, a good, it's a cool weapon, and it fits his blunt personality. Lugnut is a great feature and he, uh, figure, sorry, and he's up there with all the others. He's not as good as Prowl, Bulkhead, and now Grimlock, but he's definitely the best Decepticon. I definitely say those four I just mentioned would probably be the top uh, figures of the animated line, but 
Lognod has the best Decepticon award now. That is until Blitzwing comes out. Of course, we all want Blitzwing. And that will do it for this week's episode of Decepticast. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Had a great time making it. Hope you had a great time listening to it. As always, for any suggestions, segment ideas, things you want to see on the show, things you want to see reviewed on the show, talked about, drop us a line at Decepticast at gmail.com. We'd love listener feedback. We'd love to make this an interactive show. So just drop me an email. You can also visit the Decepticast blog at Decepticast. Decepticast.blogspot.com. Check out what's going on there or www.cybertron.com for the best Transformers news sites on the web. All lots of updated news. And don't forget to help spread the word about Decepticast and the boards, the websites. Give us a good rating on iTunes and don't forget to tune in next week. I'll see you. <laughs>